Yeah, we're up Nashville 3. Jill is on the air. Britt Doherty, Don Davenport. What up, Don? What up? I don't have headphones right now, but I'm going to have them in a little bit. They're in my car. I just forgot them. Hi! Happy Victory Monday. Look at that. She passes it back to Doherty coming down the middle of the floor. He's got a man filling the hole on the left side up above the rim. There he is! He's Rod Slate! Boom! Yeah, I'm in the build. Best believe I'm in the build. Better be ready. I'm in the well, we got a lot to get into today. The Titans are divisional champions again, which, guess what, means nothing right now. No? Don't care. They don't care. Oh, uh, well, guess what, man? Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to get them, Babs. Get them, Babs. Get them, Babs. Get them, Babs. You almost pulled me in with them, too. It's okay to celebrate this. No, nah, not right now. They do care right because now. Mike Vrabel said, I'll see you on Wednesday. Well, so yeah, and Taylor LeJuan, yeah, and Taylor LeJuan cried and all that. Yeah, you care for like 10 <laughs> minutes, but you've, you've moved past the – you've moved beyond the caring thing. Now, if you're a fan, you care all day long. Right. Go for it. I'm all for you caring. I'm just talking from their perspective. And that's why I love Kevin Byard saying, look, man, the goal is a Super Bowl for this city. That's it. So, so – are they saying that like he said? There's more beat on the bone. AJ said we're just getting started. So is this the now? Is this the norm now? Titans control oh, the AFC wait, South. Wait, what are you saying? That I, they expect to oh, do hello? things like this? Yes, I, I mean, is that I, what you, I, you've been saying I, that all year? I mean, hey, and here we are. It is okay. My all right, my, that, that is not okay. a mind of an underdog either. And that is a culture change. Boom! Yeah. Shift. That is a now, shift. <laughs> it is. Thanks for throwing that F on there real hard. Puncture Lone Tony. Puncture Lone Tony real hard. Um, yeah, hey man, now, I, what, this okay. is a show for the people. Yeah, This ain't a show for the Titans players. We want to hit. So celebrate away. And here's the thing, though. I mean, it is significant what they've done. And they've got yes. more to do. We all know that. Yep. And we, we get it. But they've never, like, the AFC South became a division in 2002. Mm-hmm. Before last year, the Titans had won twice. In the last two seasons, they've won twice. Hmm. Back-to-back division champs for the first time ever in yep. the AFC South. That's the other reason that I'm like, it's a big deal. A no, big it deal. is. I'm just saying, like, if I should have specified from a player perspective, from a coach perspective, okay. in they the moment, you celebrate it. Like, my favorite comment coming out of yesterday was uh, Buck Rising said he was talking to A.J. Brown in the tunnel. And he asked him, did did Ryan Tannehill say anything this week leading up to playing his old team or wanting it a little bit more because he used to play all those things? He's like, no, not until, like, in the fourth quarter when he wanted to put it on him. Mm. He said, let's get a couple more so we can put it on him. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I love that. I would think he would do that for against any team, too. I didn't even think that was in his little bones, though. You didn't? <laughs> no. Oh, hell yeah. Let yeah. me put it on him? No, I'm with you. on that stuck around Listen. and done what he's done as That's long true. as he has without That's a little, true. like, a look. I was about to sit. God, I've been off the air for too <laughs> yeah. long. I got to wash my Come mouth. Come back. Come uh, back. Without a little. Come back. Forget you. A little moxie. That's right. Wait, we need a yellow light for the yellow light? <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, that's a bad place to be. <laughs> but, then, yeah, I, but, don't, but yeah, this is true. But I always thought he was the, let me say what's right type of guy. He's a robot. 
Yeah, th- there you go. He's well, a robot. He is. I watched his post game interview with um, was it with? I forget who it was with now. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't okay. Diana. Somebody else. Anyway. Um, Dirty Diane. Whoever worked the sidelines <laughs> for the game. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Oh. Yes. And yeah, my wife looked up. She's like, wow, she's really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, maybe we'll see a little more personality than what mm-hmm. we get on a like weekly Zoom right. from Ryan Tannehill. Right? Yep. Nah, nope. Boring. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely have time for you to celebrate on our phone lines. We'd love for you to contribute to today's show, 615-737-1045. It is a victory Monday all day on 104.5 The Zone. If you're a Titans fan, let us hear it. Uh, if you're an Antonio Brown fan, let us hear it. <laughs> if you're a Purdue fan, let us hear it. Uh, yeah. Good if you're night. a Bama or a Georgia fan, let us hear it. We want to hear from y'all. I don't want to hear from no Purdue fan. If you're an OJ fan, let us hear it. SEC. Yeah, SEC. Six one five seven thirty seven. One zero four five. Team holding the down the fort. Holding down. Season. By the way, I'm going Georgia minus two and a half right now. I'm going to tell you right now on the you show. You are. You are. It's reverse rat poison theory. See, Nick Saban said. By the way, happy happy fifteen year anniversary, Bama fans, for Nick Saban. Fifteen years ago today, he was hired at Alabama and introduced. Um, after he said that Thank he, you, he, he got really mad at a reporter <laughs> saying he would never, he wasn't leaving Miami to go to Alabama. Well, he did. And six national titles later. <laughs> Do you know how Chris Lowe put this out there? And Chris Lowe will join us at 445. Chris Lowe put this out there. In the 14 years prior to Nick Saban arriving at Alabama, you know how many SEC titles Alabama had? How many? One. Are you kidding me? In the 15 years since he took that job, what's the number? It's six national titles. I know That's that. Unbelievable. That is. That is. I'm I gonna mean, be real. Just unreal. That's one thing you got to do, man. If, if like, man, you got to always tip your hat, man. Pat on the back for greatness. I, it, I, I, listen, I don't care if it's a rival or anything. Like, I, I mean, care. some I don't care of if it you're is an just Auburn graduate. Eight, like. <laughs> Eight SEC titles, six national titles. He's playing for his seventh one on Monday. No, but Nick Saban in the last Georgia meeting, they're the underdog. So, you know, he said that Georgia got all the rat poison. Mm-hmm. And uh, because Alabama was the underdog. I'm going to flip it now because everybody nationally would be like, I'm not betting against Nick Saban. I learned my lesson. Alabama's winning this game. I don't care how many points Georgia's favored by. So the rat poison will actually go toward Alabama this this week, I think. So I'm going to go Georgia. Also because I picked them to win the national title before the season. That's that's that was that's what I was waiting on. Yeah. I And when they lost to Alabama, I did not say that the season was over. I'm just saying. You just hold on. What about all those that said the season was oh. over when Derrick Henry was just uh, wait. gone? What about those? You just wait. Uh, Listen. Those people need to get ready cuz that dude's coming back this week. I got a big I don't know if he'll play on Sunday. Go on the radio. I got a big old. <laughs> Are we going back to Blaine rifle <laughs> with a clip that's missing? Oh, that's going to be full of "I told you so," and you <laughs> were wrong. He comes back. It's, yeah. Nope. As soon as they oh. win against Houston, so by the way, everybody be on the lookout. Ten and a half point favorite. They win in Houston. They are the number one seed in the AFC. They get home field throughout, and they get the bye. Can 
can we? I know. <laughs> I, 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 How amazing I, is that? It's amazing. <laughs> and they lose Derrick Henry. And here's the deal. I know that this is a tired subject. I know it is. And I know there's a lot of Titans fans out there that are like, who cares what national people say? Who cares that the Titans don't get attention? And I, I'm with you. I get that. And the Titans don't care. And Vrabel plays that underdog thing just like Nick Saban has mm-hmm. just ingrained into this year's Alabama team. Right. Nobody believes in you. You guys, they all think you're terrible, right. which is, is crazy to me. But it's working mm-hmm. because you hear all of his plays. Players say everybody counts us out this year. Everybody has counted us they out played here all year long, versus right? Cincinnati. So kind of like same thing with yeah with the <laughs> Titans and Vrabel. So mm-hmm. so that's fine. But seriously, how <laughs> in the hell? It's not supposed to happen, Babs. Are these national people not giving the Titans that are currently the number one? It's, seed? it's amazing. Any attention whatsoever. I watched Scott Van Pelt last night on SportsCenter, right? Stayed up late. Watched Scott. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Legit. He turned SportsCenter back into a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, because cause a lot, it was dead. A lot of the younger crew don't remember. Like, SportsCenter used to be the thing in that all of the anchors had these tremendous personalities. Yep. And they had all these catchphrases. And they mm-hmm. were all entertainers. And then at some point... You can stay out of this conversation, Babs. But it's true. At some point, they said, no more of that. We want the meat, the meat and potatoes of, yeah. of sports highlights. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And yep. Scott Van Pelt gave it personality. Yes, he did. Anyway. He's so good. Yeah. So his first 22 minutes of SportsCenter last night, 22 minutes without a commercial break, no mention of the Titans. Mm-hmm. Packers, Chiefs, yeah, I, Bucks, break, came back, talked about the Titans as I fell asleep. Yeah. And even said in his segment, this is how good Scott Van Pelt is. Everybody is overlooking this team. Nobody's talking about the Titans. I'm like, and he said exactly. even me. He said you, even he, me. He said even me. You watched it too. Yep. And and I said exactly. Even him. Look at that. <laughs> they're like 27 minutes into Sports Center, and they're the number one seed in the playoffs yep. right now in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this isn't a major story. But it's when you crazy. consider what those guys are, number one, Mike Vrabel's coach of the year. I, yeah. Th- th- shut up with the Matt LaFleur crap. <laughs> like, great job. Everybody, you know, there have other been other coaches that have done great jobs, no question. Right. But dealing with what these dudes have had to deal with in that locker room this year, that is a huge story. Not just NFL story, but sports story. Yeah. Especially with the, the resiliency. Disrespect. Yes. Yes. And the disrespect that mm-hmm. is is just head to toe laid on Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. How do you not point to Mike Vrabel as the yeah. coach of the year? If nationally, you a, a, a majority of the national media members, I believe, think Ryan Tannehill is garbage, right? Yeah. Yep. At least from what they say, or that's that's one of their takes. Yep. And, and I, I realize I sound like a homer right now, but you you guys know me. I am not like, a homerific kind not. of Titans person most ever. Most definitely not. But on top of that, if they think that Tannehill is is garbage, then even more so to your point, Brent, Mike Frabel is the coach. Your phone calls, your reaction. Titans in a great spot here. 615-737-1045. What's the latest with the Derrick Henry situation? We kind of tease that a little bit. We'll tease it again right now. Talk about that when we come back. Take more of your phone calls. We have two lines open. Jump on them. We want your reaction today on 104.5 The Zone.
I formation for Tennessee. Tannehill has seven rushing touchdowns himself. Play fake. He throws. Man is wide open. Touchdown, Titans. Jeffrey Swain. Couple of touchdown passes to tight ends for Ryan Tannehill. Telling you, man. I was talking with some people about like we we hadn't been on the air as a show since uh, Christmas Eve, but the take on the Dolphins was, and I even said it that week when we were trying to break down the last four. The Dolphins are paper Dolphins. Yeah, they hadn't beaten anybody that's in the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. you watch Tua, he doesn't throw the ball down the field. Now, now that's what people are saying about the Titans. Yeah, that's fine. The Titans are much better than the Dolphins. <laughs> Clearly, but I mean, thirty-four. Like, three better. They had yeah. beaten the Jets twice. They had beaten the Giants. They'd be, they did beat Baltimore. Yeah, they beat Baltimore um, early on in their run. But, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> you know, Tua, I'll have to find the stats, but Tua said that they were trying to throw the ball down the field. I think he was 6 of 18 in throws beyond 10 yards. They missed Waddle on, 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 a, on, a big, on another. You know another why? Because one. he's not a starting they quarterback in the NFL. I was just he's just say, not. like, if yep. you're a Dolphins fan, are you like, crap? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like the mm-hmm. guy. How could you not like the guy? Here he is. Six of 18 for 129 yards uh, and an interception on passes beyond 10 yards. 12 of 20 for 76 yards on all other throws. 20 passes inside of 10 yards. Now, they do that to hide the deficiencies of a quarterback. The Titans do it because they haven't had A.J. Brown. They don't have yeah. Derrick Henry, all, all these things. Oh, Julio. But now I think you're you're seeing that they understand who and what they are, clearly. And – Time for it. Right. Right? Deontay Foreman yesterday? Yeah. Listen, man, that dude was seeking out physical moments. Not just yesterday. To unleash his physicality over the opponent. Mm -hmm. Like, he was seeking it out. And I think he had 71 yards after contact contact yesterday. You should have said to unleash his fury, Brent. His uh, unleashes. What did Greg uh, Joseph say? I'm not here to, to assert, assert my dominance. dominance. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dante Foreman was. Yeah. And the Titans were. That was the game plan. They didn't throw the ball much. Didn't need to. Dante Foreman, that offense. It's it's amazing how good that offensive line can be at run blocking and not so good pass blocking. Although they did hold up really well yesterday, gave up one sack yep. to the NFL sack leader, mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. Yep. Thirty-four. Three. Three. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. With it, the AFC South Championship for the second year in a row. Mike Vrabel saying today that the team has discussed opening the practice window for Derrick Henry. Uh oh, that will happen. Expect that to happen this week. It'll happen Wednesday. You know what's going to happen. And so that's the twenty-one day window where you either have to play him or shelve him or whatever. But then the decision is: Do you play him on Sunday or do you wait until the playoffs? Mm. That's the question. What's going to happen? Let me ask you. If you um you finally get cleared to come play, I'm asking you. Oh well, I'm playing. You've been through some. I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> if you're medically cleared to play, play. So here's the thing. Then that mail. If I'm medically cleared to practice, I'm playing. <laughs> well, that yeah. Yeah. Please don't think. Now, listen, all athletes. Hey, listen. Everybody listen. Is it dinner time on the range? <laughs> yeah. I've been ringing this bell all night long. Yellowstone, spoiler. Yellowstone, baby. Uh, but, dude, let me tell you this. 
No athletes getting on the practice court. Well, no, no phenomenal athlete like myself is getting out there and practicing. You're still pretty phenomenal athlete. Yeah, it's amazing you. how accurately you're right. able to sit in that chair without running into anything. Uh, no, I without didn't. banging your knee. No, on I, just a I was just gonna say, as he like cried <laughs> Listen, before the show started because he hit his knee my on the counter. Time. He my was down time. so long, I forgot that he did it. Yeah, he yeah. Was like because I start talking to Babs, and then like a few yeah. minutes later, you're still buckled over. Yeah, Babs had to check on me. You just looking out the window over there, <laughs> trying to fix out the blinds. <laughs> oh, I'm, immediately, hey, I'm immediately trying to diagnose him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's that. Yeah, Came over and showed me your knee. Like I'm like, prayer. that's your meniscus. <laughs> Some floating around. Yeah, there. you probably but, need to anyway, get that cleaned out. Slay his. There's no way. Whole, pe- people in office situations do this, man. Yeah. You hurt yourself in office settings, right? Like you sit down. There's a pole that shouldn't be there, holding up yep. the table, I guess, and boom. <laughs> and Blaine would say, "Why do I lift my seat so high?" But it's because my knees. I don't want to be sitting low because then my knees go up and then go down. The blood circulation don't get through my hips. The right this, is, way. this is tall people problems. Yeah, okay. So anyway, <laughs> all I'm saying is there's no way a guy is going to go practice full speed and take the risk of doing that and not play. It does not Do you happen. full go on Sunday or do you like six, seven, carry him? You get and, a pitch count. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. But it's, you're not getting out there and playing. You're not getting out there tipping. I guarantee he's not coming back if he's a tipper. The man just ran in the coach game with a broken foot. So that's about as tipping as you're going to get. Tippy tip. Tip tip tippy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Don't I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know where it came from, Babs. This is sometimes just floats. I went I went back. You're thinking about the ballet. <laughs> yeah. Tip. There you right. go. Tip, tip, tip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I went back and looked at, I remember when it happened, um, I have a buddy who is an orthopedic surgeon who mm-hmm. deals with just athletes. Um and so I immediately had reached out to him about the actual injury. And so I went back because I'm like, I can't remember exactly what he said about it. But I went back to see um, what he had said. And, and he talked about like that sensitive area with a Jones fracture. And the problem is the blood flow. And that's what takes ha- one of the reasons why it takes so long to heal is because yep. you don't have a lot of blood flow to that area. You have mm-hmm. to be more ca- careful compared to like other fractures, whatever. Um, and then he said, uh, for athletes that I've worked with, first of all, he was like super common in athletes. I've seen four today. So (laughs) that, that was, uh, (laughs) that was interesting to me, but he said about six to eight weeks to heal. Um, so that would be earliest projected time. And he said, you know, kind of with, with your normal standard person, that's not doing nothing but rehabbing it and all of that. Mm-hmm. You would want to wait to like the 10 to 12 week mark. But with athletes, he said six to eight. So tomorrow is what I think Mickey tweeted it week nine for yeah, Derek. Henry. Sunday would be, a, is it nine? Ten. Yeah. So okay, 10. I, I think was, tomorrow is I thought Teresa Walker's at 11, but no Sunday would be 10. Okay. But and then once you look playoff, then you're looking at like 12, 12. Yeah. you know, if, if that they have that buy and then, so I don't know. I, I what, get, what about this thought though? Everybody heals differently. Everybody that's heals so differently. So like eight weeks and to Henry he might be 12 weeks to somebody mm-hmm. else or vice versa even. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he also said this, that the recovery depends on kind of what zone of the bone is broken. Like we're not privy enough to know exactly what's going on yeah, right listen. we know that they put uh you know screws and a plate in. we know 
what has come out information right. wise through sources, but we don't know exactly, you know, because basically he's saying that Jones break, if it's a centimeter back, that's it. Just like a tiny centimeter, you can play a lot sooner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? if Vrabel's talking about bring, like, if Vrabel's quote was, the team has discussed opening the practice window. My my sense in reading between the lines there is they're going to open that 21-day yeah. window on Wednesday. Yes. Right? So, so if he is, to your point, Slay, if he is cleared to practice, that means he's cleared to play. Come on, man. Now, on top of that, then you have a decision to make. Do you do it or not? But, you know, I, I've been around these guys a long time. So have you. So have you. If the doctor clears a guy. And, and what you got to realize they being typically clear play the to guy. play is different than clear to have a workout. Like I was cleared with ACL three uh, injuries period. I know this ain't ACL, but cleared three different times, like for three different stages. So maybe a different stage. Like you're he may be in the final workout, stage. There you cleared go. to practice there you full. Go. Right. There you and go. then cleared to play there kind of go. thing. Yeah. I mean, because this Houston game is vitally important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, pe- people debate, do you play better off a of buy or not buy or whatever? And, and you know. Well, Vrabel's team seem to. Yes, yes. he's undefeated. This is something. This is something yeah. So, um, but where this team is injury-wise, if you have a chance to continue to get healthier. You do it. When everybody else has players that are dropping like flies or just taking all their clothes off and quitting, <laughs> then you take advantage <laughs> of that of, situation. that had to do with an injury. I mean, that all started... The A-B thing all started, apparently, I mean, who knows, but reportedly, because he had an injury, he didn't feel like he was good to go, the team doctors and everybody else said he was good to go, Wow! and so that supposedly is why they told him to go in the game, he was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not not physically okay to go in the game yet, I'm not (laughs) physically ready to play, and that's what started all of that, so basically the team was like, all right, then get out of here. The best part was the jumping jacks in the end zone get the crowd oh, hype and then peace sign. But, <laughs> like, doggone it, I forgot what I was I know, say. sorry. I sidetracked us to the A-B conversation. But that was, I wanted but, to talk about that, too, though. But yeah, dog it. We can get into that. Anyway, the, so, I think the, the only thing that would concern me with Derrick Henry as far as coming back in that Houston game is you have to know what you can get out of him once you hit the playoffs. Don't yeah, you think? Because you have to, to game plan it. I would want him to feel comfortable when yeah. the playoffs happen. Not getting comfortable while the playoffs are happening. Because what if you wait? This is my only thought, and and this is coming from, I, I never had ACL, broken bone. Mm. I never had something, a serious injury like that. And all I had was a you know dislocated, broken toe or whatever from the Coke machine. So, Pretty serious. Right? Um, that is Cokes, boy. Man, they'll get you. But this, this would be my concern on the Titans side is – what if you plan for him? And I know you've done it without him this entire time, but what if you plan for him, your game plan has him, you you expect 20 carries out of him come playoff time, and then he gets in and three carries later he's done, then all of a sudden you're shifting. Well, the beauty of what Dante Foreman has, Deontay Foreman has produced mm-hmm. is the ability to step right into that role. Yeah. And they're without very changing similar. anything. Yes, because yeah. they're similar style yeah, backs. That, 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 that is the best thing about all of this. The Titans have not. and I, It listen, wouldn't change a game plan. And listen, I I, I'm, I'm, give me the crow, put a little sauce on it, and I eat it. I was, I was like, after about three or four weeks after Henry was gone, 
Hey, man. Dude, when are y'all going to change the game plan or something? <laughs> no, nah, we're going to plug is what we're going to do. I mean, and that's what? what they did. And it hey, is. Hey, 300-yard games in his last five. Uh, spot track, speaking of Antonio Brown, since you brought it up, that dude was eight catches away from unlocking $333,000 bonus. He also needed 55 receiving yards to unlock another $333,333. He needed one touchdown, receiving touchdown, to unlock another $333,333 bonus. That was a costly outburst. That from SpotTrack. Yeah, a million dollars. Million strip. dollar. Yeah. Million dollars. 615 737 1045. Make some money doing Magic that. Mike Devin. Three for Antonio Brown. <laughs> Ryan in Lebanon. Ryan, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Happy yep. Monday. Hey, happy Ryan. New Year. What's happening? Hey, man. My uh, First thing, uh, my heart goes out to Michael Pruitt. Uh, mm-hmm. That injury yesterday just looked terrible. So my heart and prayers go out to him. Um, I'm going to say it like Derrick Henry said it last year. We ain't done. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, yeah, you know, AFC South, that's great and all. We want an AFC championship in Nashville. We want a Super Bowl in Nashville. Let's get it, y'all. Tighten up, man. Let's go. Victory yeah, Monday. There you go, Victory Ryan. Monday. You set it down. A, I, I, I feel like Ryan was in a maybe a work situation where yeah, he didn't get too jacked he wanted up. To get, yeah, he wanted to get there. He, he wanted, wanted to, to get his, there. Yeah, he wanted to turn it up. He ain't had no car, had no roof, but he had, had a little roof on. Steven in the borough. Steven, what's up, man? Oh, nothing much, man. What about them Titans, man? They put it on the Dolphins yesterday. But just wanted to say, I recognize Tannehill doesn't have MVP numbers, but with everything this team's gone through, the two constants has been him and Ben Jones. And while I know Tannehill is not an MVP, his name not being in the discussion seems to be kind of odd to me because this team has the number one spot going into Houston. And if it wasn't for Tannehill, I don't think we'd even be sniffing it. So it's just kind of one of those funny things that while he isn't putting up MVP numbers, what this team has achieved should have him – relatively somewhat talked about at least and i just want to get your thoughts on that yeah he's not gonna be talked about for the mvp but here, here's the beauty of this team and this is to go back to your point earlier about when you went on your little uh mini rant earlier this is a this is a major story to me there is no reason on paper this team should be the number one seed in the afc with one week to go there's no reason for them to be there except for the 88 dudes that have played for them yeah and it's taken everybody. It's taken everybody on the roster and then some. Mm-hmm. It's taken a running back that was on his couch and got signed, and now it's 300-yard games in the last five. Yeah, exactly right. So Tannehill has, yes, if Ryan Tannehill would have gone down, I mean, we talked about in the offseason. Yeah. Honestly, we had this conversation that the team could survive if Derrick Henry went down. They could not survive if Ryan Tannehill went down. Yeah. It's funny how all that played out. And, but oh. it's true. I don't know if funny is the word. <laughs> yeah, no, <don't> be <laughs> but, but, yeah. but Tannehill, I, I will say there, the reason there's a he, range of definition for funny. <laughs> the range is true. You it's gotta ironic have your how that all worked out. <laughs> you gotta have your starting quarterback. You have to. The team the, the guy that you came in with, that's who you like what the Philadelphia Eagles did, they call lightning in the bottle. That that rarely happens. Mm-hmm. Like that guy come in to do that. But in this situation, don't discount Logan Woodside now. I, I That's forgot. My guy. Yeah, I know that. that Boy, he took those three snaps so Ooh, well yesterday. Yeah, he did. Was. Did you see how he there went down go. on that knee? Got but, a little experience. Yeah, that there we go. It's all about that. <laughs> but the thing is, you got to realize, if Ryan Tannehill, we may not be able to see this team get there. But one thing for sure, you won't be able to see 
this team get to the level they're supposed to is if this defense, and I'm going to keep on saying it, this defense is nasty. nasty. I mean, just it. nasty. It is mm-hmm. what it is. Like, regard. Ben Jones, yeah, without question, but that defense. I decided yesterday, that defense is so good that when you see a 10-yard run, you think it's like 80. Right. Right. You see a 10-yard run, you're like, how did that happen? You're exactly right. And imagine (laughs) this. Look at that that 180, man. Look at that 180. So last year, I definitely think you you have those same comments. And to the caller, I think that's spot on for last year. But each season is different. This season is totally different. I don't think they're there without this defense. And you talking about MVP, you had to get to the whole defense if you're going to put somebody in there. Just to button right. up that, um, I think it was Ryan that called about the Tannehill MVP conversation. Um, I, I agree that him and Ben Jones have kept this all without together. Question. But I also point to the turnovers that have cost them games Mona. as well. So I think that is a big reason why, or one of the big reasons why you don't look at Tannehill as yeah. as an MVP kind of. Spot I mean, because um, not not last week, week before, mm-hmm. that's what we were talking yep. about, you know. Yep. Um, and that, and we asked for a, a game like this. Let this defense go win you the game. You okay. just don't turn the ball over. Yep. So that's more Protect of managing. The there you go. And I think Tannehill has struggled to do that. And mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's. All on Tannehill. No, no, I mean, no question some of it's on his receivers. Some of it's on a patchwork offensive line. Some of it's on, I think, Todd Downing play calling. Right. You know, like there's there's a bunch of different reasons. But just to kind of wrap up that conversation, that's yeah. what I point to as why Tannehill I'm is not you. an MVP. Oh, Titan good, good, good. roster moves. Uh, they have made some roster moves today. Uh, Davenport has those for you when we come back. 615-737-1045. Nine sacks for Danico Autry. Like, the Titans have gone, like, eight million, like, since Javon Curse or something. And you know what? Since they had a 10-sack guy, and they're about two. Yeah. Harold Landry with his 12. And you know what's happening? Everybody's doing their job. So that's why you're seeing at different points in the season, another guy just starts to explode. You saw with Big Jeff. Saw with Landry earlier. Then it came back around with Danico. Now it's back around the Landry. Like, Bud, now that he's a – man, you never know, man. Everybody just continue to do your job. And you see, they don't care who gets the credit. Them dudes running like wild, man. They don't too. care they who don't gets care the credit. Not on D, man. They different, man. This you is hear a different it, too. D. Yeah. In Brable's post-game locker speeches, yep. the one after that one was pretty darn good. But yeah. you, you hear it and you see – the reaction from the players when he talks about everything's for the team. Yep. It's it's legit. It's real. These aren't just words. When you can get grown amen to buy into that, mm-hmm. like it's one thing to get kids to buy into it because we Ooh. all try as coaches to get them to buy into that. Like it doesn't matter who scores. Just find the best shot, you know, things yep. like that. But, man, and I during the break, you were talking about the D in general being the MVP. Nasty. Titans are 3-1 and one in their last four. Mm-hmm. I went and ran the numbers. Okay, here we go, man. Defensively, over the last four games, the Titans have uh, 
given up 200 total yards rushing. 200 Mm -hmm. rushing in four games. That's 50 per game. 50. That's nuts. (laughs) Total of two touchdowns. That's nuts. Total of two touchdowns rushing, 3.1 yards per carry. It doesn't stop there. Mm. It's not just like, okay, shut down the run, but we give up yards in the air. In a weather game, too. Right. Yeah. Twice. They, in, yeah. the, in terms of pass <laughs> defense, teams have completed 60% of their passes. That is a very low number. Mm-hmm. 214 yards per game. One touchdown pass, seven interceptions. And that those seven interceptions are because of the pressure up front. Yes. Play just shaking his head. Yeah, because it's real. So in the last four games, they've given up two rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown. Why isn't national media guy talking about this? Amazing story, man. This is an amazing story. If Dallas did this, we we wouldn't be able to stop hearing about it. You're not supposed to be able to plug and play in the NFL and keep going. No. They're five and three since Derrick Henry went down. Because like Coach Mack always says, it's about at some point it comes down to your dudes. Who are your dudes? That's that's what it comes. It comes down to matchups. Being able to abuse those matchups and expose those matchups. And, dog, how can you not get exposed by putting a third stringer that just came off the couch in? We'll get to the transactions in just a second. Joseph in Smyrna. Joseph, what's up? Hey, guys. Happy New Year to you. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Hey, big big Bucks fan, man. And uh, I just want to say watching this Titans defense, man, reminds me of Monty Kemp and Stampa 2 defense, man. Big Jeff. Was going to be the Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice. I, I, I get I, they're just those dudes, man. Mm-hmm. I, they remind me a lot. And and once everybody gets back for the Titans, man, I'm telling you, watch out, watch out. They scare me. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. That was a fun defense. And they, <laughs> and there was so many personalities. And honestly, on this team, even though nobody cares who gets the credit, gets the credit. A lot of personalities on that defense, too. Mm-hmm. The only way that the Miami Dolphins were going to score a touchdown in that football game is if you had to put the Purdue-Tennessee refs in there. Yeah. And you would oh, have, have thrown yeah. it deep and gotten a P.I. down yeah. around the 10-yard line. Had to and, sprinkle it yeah. in. And maybe – because that's the only way they were going to score was to get a P.I. in a deep ball. But yeah, you're right. Tua can't throw a deep ball. So That's true, too. Yeah. You've got got transactions. Yes, yes, because he was talking about getting people back, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Activated from the COVID-19 list. Welcome back, Jayon Brown, linebacker. Welcome back, back, Julio Jones. At wide receiver, back activated from the COVID-19 list. Also, Kendall Lamb um, as well. Roster exemption granted there. Uh, We know uh, Michael Pruitt was placed on IR after watching that. Terrible injury Prayers yesterday. Up, yep. Man, most definitely. Yes. Um, restored to the practice squad from the COVID-19 practice squad list. Uh, Brian Body Calhoun. And then <laughs> uh, moving now to the COVID list from the practice squad. At least the practice squad COVID list. There's so many lists to keep that's, up that's with nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, offensive lineman Paul Adams. Hey, welcome back, Paul. No, he's he's. He's he's oh, he's coveted. Oh my bad. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Former CPA offensive lineman Paul Adams. Yeah, go lay down uh, Former Missouri, Missouri Tiger offensive lineman Paul. Adams, I've worked yes. a lot of Paul Adams games back in his uh, college days. As a matter of fact, <laughs> phenomenal down, dude. Paul. Get better, Paul. If you're feeling symptoms, I don't know. I haven't yes. talked to him. Just lay Hopefully down. not. And if he's not, we'll see him in five days. So we'll. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The CDC the changed their mind. Yeah, since mm-hmm. we've been back. But then apparently they might go back and because it, you know, pissed people off. That whole five-day thing yeah. really pissed people off. So mm-hmm. apparently, you know, you might have to do another test or something. Who knows? Okay. What are we doing? Good, good for him. I don't what know. are we doing? All right. Uh, anyway, so the, so the news there, Jayon Brown, Julio Jones, Kendall Lamb, all activated off of the COVID-19 list. It's so difficult to be able to sit back and relax and watch your team play week to week when a guy is out and then not call attention to him. Like, what is he doing there? Why do we got him? But you know what the funny thing is? I was talking to uh, Mayor uh, a little earlier about this. Why can't Julio be Robert Orr? If it was basketball, we wouldn't even care if he played the 82 game. You think there'll be like a third and 10 and he catches him back in the end zone? And here we go, Jim. And that's like Robert Orr hitting a late three? (laughs) There you go. I mean, hey, I mean, would anybody be upset? Would all be forgiven? That's what happens with Robert Orr. He just wins chips. 615-737-1045. When we come back, the voice of the Titans, Mike Key, joins us next 3HL, 1045. I know him. (laughs) Who was it?